For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode, a playoff episode, our second playoff episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, we into the second week of the playoffs, man, and we in there. Bro, we got them Packers this week. But anyway, first of all, how you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm doing well, man. Uh, I'm really excited to be doing uh, a divisional round episode of a Ramblings podcast, man. It's going to be a great weekend, a lot of great football coming up this weekend. And, man, it's that next level, Doc. It's that time where, you know, the big boys rise up, the cream rise to the top, and uh, everybody who's not around, you got to stop, see you home, man. If you if you don't win, you go home. You win, you move on. Exactly, bro. This is one of those showdowns, one of those matchups that everybody, a lot of people want to see. I want to say everybody, man, because if you're a football fan, this is what you want to see, man. The number one defense in the NFL with the number one defensive player in the NFL versus arguably the number one quarterback in the NFL. Now, you can put Patrick Mahomes up there, but Aaron Rodgers, things he's done this season, man. Hey, you can call him the best quarterback in the NFL, but this is what we want to see, bro. Aaron Rodgers and that that offense, man, that Green Bay Packers offense, A-Rod has thrown for 48 touchdowns this year, man. Seems like 15,000 yards, bro, 121 and a half pass rating, man. Best in the NFL, and he's, he's playing at the crib, man. But as well as Aaron Rodgers is doing, hey, he got to face our guys this week, man. Aaron, you know, Aaron Donald in that number one defense. AD hurt his ribs last week. But, of course, bro, no broken ribs, so he playing, man. So, hey, this is what I'm talking about, bro. Good defense, great defense versus a good offense, man. Well, you know, it's definitely been one of those seasons where you can just toss out that home field advantage. I mean, playing up at uh, the iconic Lambeau Field, man, where a lot of playoff supernatural things have happened. And, uh, and without the fans being there, it kind of changes that that atmosphere just a little bit. But nonetheless, you have a iconic team like the Green Bay Packers uh, versus another iconic team, the Los Angeles Rams, who've been around for a very long time. So, just meeting these two teams, meeting in the postseason once again, it makes it even that more special, especially when you highlight the names, the names that are in this matchup, starting with the, the great Aaron Donald, man. Uh, everything that he's accomplished since he's been in the league. Some are even saying right now he's already a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey, you can say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's played a lot of great football since he's been drafted and where he was drafted and the position he's drafted, his development as a pro. Uh, he's a special quarterback, man. He can make a lot of things happen. 
Uh, he's carried this team for probably the last five or six seasons, man. So it's going to be a special matchup, man. Can't wait to see it. Maybe a little chill in the air. I'm waiting for it, Doc. I'm going to be a full-fledged Ram fan this weekend and full gear, man, from, from the top to the bottom. So I'm ready. <laughs> and, yeah, talking about that chill, man, I hear a lot of people keep talking about that. Well, it's going to be cold. The Rams from Southern California. But, man, they grown men too, man. I mean, I think people overstate that. Now, don't nobody really like to play in cold weather, freezing cold weather. But at the same time, and I was on a show, man, earlier this week, and I was telling them, like, no, nah, you don't like to play in cold weather, but – I remember playing in cold, freezing weather, and while I'm on the field, it didn't bother me because once that adrenaline gets up and your body gets warm, you good. It's just when you're on the sideline trying to stay warm, man. But, you know, grown men, man, at this point in the season, you don't let no cold weather bother you. Just because somebody from a, a, a warm weather team, warm weather city, that don't mean because they go into a cold city, they don't know how to play. I don't even uh, – I think that's just so overstated and overused, but – Anyway, I don't think, you know, the cold weather, if it's freezing, it's going to be any factor at all, man. What about you? Uh, I have to agree with you, Doc. You're, you're a professional. You have a job to do. Uh, we're known for playing in, in all types of inclement weather, sunny weather. Um, you know, but I just look at it as if you're taking a trip from Los Angeles to get to a destination. Your, your focus is always on that final destination, which is Tampa. Now, you may be traveling. You may have a layover in Minnesota but you don't plan to stay in Minnesota. You may have a layover in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but you don't plan to stay there. Your final destination is that 75-degree weather that will be in February, the first weekend of February uh, at the Super Bowl. So we just have to go through this to get to that final de destination, and that's where the mindset hopefully is for the Rams this weekend. Now, one person that the cold weather may – bother is Jerry Goff because he got something that's bothering him anyway, man. Jerry's going to be the starter again this this week. John Wolford is uh, officially out, hurt that neck. Like I thought, man, I thought he had a stinger and, you know, uh, hurt his neck so he's not playing. I mean, Blake Bortles will come, you know, he's coming up. He's going to be our <laughs> He's going to be He's going to be our backup. But oh, hold on, dog. <laughs> why you say why, why you shaking your head like that when I said Blake Bortles, man? Nah, man, we just we gotta we gotta protect the starter. Who's ever starting this week, man? Let's you know, let's do our best to protect uh, the starter. <laughs> we go, we go, they gonna do their best to protect. <laughs> I wish I could have saw that man face when I said Blake Bortles. But anyway, man, Jerry Goff, Jerry Goff, man, he's you know he's got that that hurt thumb. Uh, he had thumb surgery a couple of weeks ago. We had to play for us last week, and he came in and hey, man, like I said, he didn't lose the game for us. You know, we didn't call too many plays. We had to throw the ball down the field, which we don't call any page, plays where he had to throw the ball down the field anyway. But he didn't make any mistakes. He didn't cause us to lose the game. And I think that's the same thing we need to do this week. But Jared, I see that he practiced with some gloves on uh, this week. I think he says he's going to try to see how he plays with those gloves on. But, you know, if the, if the cold weather bothers anybody, it would be Jared, man. But his thumb is going to bother him anyway. But hopefully, I think Sean McVay said he's, you know, Jared is able to squeeze the ball uh, a little better, grip the ball and hold it a little better because I knew that was part of the problem last Saturday. Some of the passes he was missing, man, he just couldn't grip the ball the same. But, you know, has a whole nother week of that thumb to get gets better. I know he said it's, it's, it's sore too, which you can, you, you can expect from taking, you know, snaps on the center and all that. But, Jared, you're right, bro. We, we, we got to protect Jared, man. But I, I'm expecting him to play better this Saturday than he did last Saturday, bro. 
Well, I mean, we're all counting on Jared to show up and uh and to produce and uh you know play you know play better than you played last week. I mean, we understand what he's going through. I mean, he's toughing it out. I mean, there there are a lot of people that probably you know have surgery, uh you know ten twelve days uh you know prior to this game and probably wouldn't play. I mean, I salute Jared for doing that. Um, at the same time, yeah, we're dependent on him. We're dependent on that that position to produce. Uh, at a level that, you know, that, that has become the Los Angeles Rams standards. So, uh, you know, more power to him. You know, just adding the gloves, Doc. I mean, I've seen a lot of quarterbacks wear gloves uh, from Peyton Manning uh, to uh, Brady wearing gloves before. Uh, you know, I think these gloves these these days over the last 12 years are really a cheat code, man, because they're so tackified, uh, you know, a lot different from the gloves that I used to wear when I was playing. So um, it, it, it provides a better grip for the receivers, a better grip for quarterbacks if they decide to use them. It may help Jared and may, may help with, uh, you know, gripping that ball when he gets into traffic and, and, and work better for it. So if anything, to help him feel more comfortable and be able to throw the football down the field, I'm all for it. And we just need Jared to stay out of the way, man, basically, man. Just don't do anything that cause us to lose the game, which is turning it over. And we know he's prone to turn it over. If he could just – do something, man. Stay out of the way. Hand the ball off. Do the play action. Do what he can, man. And throw the receivers that are wide open. Don't take any chances. And last week, we didn't see him take any chances, which was good. And I'm glad. And that's just what we need him to do. Because to be honest, bro, I still don't, I still don't trust him. I just don't trust him. Not this year, man. It's just how he's been playing. I, I don't trust him. So we need him to come in there and manage the offense. We need that running game to get going, man. And don't waste an excellent defensive effort. We didn't do that in the first playoff game against Seattle, and we don't need to do that this week. But as far as Jared and looking at what he gave us last week and how he's played this season, I don't trust him, but I'm hoping he can be professional enough to come in there, man, and and McVay understands what the game plan is, which is hopefully to run the rock and don't put Jared in any situations to take a lot of shots and a lot of chances throwing the ball because he is prone to make some mistakes. But do you trust Jerry? Does he have your trust, bro? Well, I'm going to trust what Coach McVay has, has has basically probably been hammering on the inside of Jared Goff this week, man. And just, you know, just just shoveling, you know, confidence in him. Because, you know, it, it, it was a lack of confidence for the probably five or six weeks that, that Jared, he just didn't have. So when you get your quarterback and when you make a decision about who's going to start for you that week, that's when a coach starts to get the game plan for this guy. Uh, uh, start, starts the personal pep talks for the guy. And really try to just make sure that this guy's confident, he's comfortable with the game plan, can go out and execute. Doc, I'm raising my standard for Jared Goff because I don't believe in being the same or remaining the same. You either get better or you get worse. Now, I'm expecting everybody from Jared Goff to uh, Jalen Ramsey to play at another level, man, because that's what it's going to take. Let's be real. We're going to have to score some points this game offensively. And I'm looking for Jared to lead this offense into three scores this week, man. And I'm talking touchdowns, not field goals. So it's going to be important to get that done. We're playing against another real potent offense led by future Hall of Famer and quarterback Aaron Rodgers. So we're going to have to score some points. So I'm raising the bar, man. Not only am I expecting Jared Garth to be there for the entire game and play well, but to produce points, man. Be a producer this week. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. 
Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I hope so, man. I hope we produce some yards in that running game because that running game is going to help us, man. If we can get that running game going, uh, which we know is is, is kind of conducive to Jared Goff's game and helps him be successful and help this Rams offense be successful. And, you know, Cam Akers, if he can run that rock like he did in that first playoff game last week against the Seahawks, man, that's going to help us. And plus, if we got that running game going, it's going to keep Aaron Rodgers off the, off the field because if you got that running game going, that means you're milking the clock. So hopefully we can get that going, man. And uh, because, you know, in talking about that Packers uh, defense anyway, you know, I think in their three losses, they gave up an average of 157 yards rushing on the ground. So that's the number. So if you can run the rock, I mean, you can keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. You get some things going. But even with Aaron Rodgers being on the field, man, uh, dude just, you know, he kind of tough to deal with. And I know everybody want to talk about, this Aaron Rodgers off the Green Bay Packers offense against this number one Rams defense. And I, I, I got to bring it up, bro. You know, of course, man, they got Devontae Adams, man. He do probably the best route runner in the league, man. You know, we got some good ones out there, but dude is really, really good. So uh, he's going to see Jalen this week, man. So, and I was asked, you know, am I looking forward to that? What I am, it's not necessarily that I'm looking forward to seeing Jalen versus Devontae. I'm looking forward to seeing Devontae versus Jalen. And why I say that is because Jalen been shutting catch down this year. You know, we haven't seen Green Bay. Devontae has done work, but he hasn't seen anybody like Jalen Ramsey. So I'm looking forward to this matchup, man. And I'm thinking that this is the kind of heavyweight matchup you want to see in games like this, brother. Well, you have two all pros, first team all pros going up against each other. Now, I don't feel like that this is a game where you you say, Jalen, all right, you get Devontae Adams, who I feel like is, is definitely in the top five as far as receiver uh, and production is concerned in this league right now. Uh, he's your guy. Wherever he goes, you go. I don't think he follows him this week because, you know, the scheme that we play and the personnel that we have from a defensive standpoint doesn't call for that. You can keep Jalen on one side. And when Devontae goes the opposite of him, uh, I'm confident in our ability to cover this guy up with the, with the zone concepts that we have and the ability, once again, to get pressure on quarterbacks with just a four-man rush, man. And we have depth at that, at that defensive line of scrimmage. So it's going to be a, a, a combination of, uh, of Jalen. When, when Devontae's on your side, he, he's yours. When he goes opposite, we're going we're gonna to trust the, 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 the defensive scheme that we have that's been working thus far. And being able to get pressure on the quarterback, man, we're going to trust that. So, um, although I would love to see Jalen follow Devontae, just for my personal selfish sake of just being a receiver that's played in this league, uh, I don't think we'll see that. But at, when they do line up against each other, that's where the camera should be focused on all week. I mean, all game long. So, it'll be a great uh, matchup when it when when that matchup is there. But as a whole, I think the defense for the Rams is going to stay to what we do best and still get production out of what we've been doing. And you're right, man. When you talk about that defense uh, uh, defense of the Rams, Brandon Staley, his defensive concept, man, is really the Rams love that too high coverage, man. And when you run that too high, I mean, you got two, uh, you got two deep safeties back there, man, two deep DBs back there, which is what happens is that you prevent the deep crossing routes. And, you know, Green Bay like to run crossing routes because they love their play-action boot like we do, and they run a lot of it, man. Uh, 
Aaron Rodgers is almost like the king of play action, uh, play action fake. I think I saw a stat where uh, off play action, man, dude has 21 touchdowns this season, zero interceptions, man. Now, if he's on the center, the chances are it'll be a play action fake if they're running the ball. So if he's on the center, I mean, if they're throwing the ball. So uh, if he's on the center and it's a pass, man, it's going to be a play action. They love to do the play action like we do, but you're right. But it's, it's also one of those situations. I like the fact that when you got Jalen Ramsey, Isaac, he's one of those dudes, man, you can have him playing man. You can have the rest of the defense uh, playing zone. So you can re- you can cover some things up and just confuse some cats. They can come out and say, okay, I see Jalen following Devontae. They in man. Now, bro, we actually in zone. He just running man. So I'm looking forward to that. But I don't know. You know, Darius is great, but Devontae is on a, on a other level. But I don't think Troy Hill and Darius Williams and John Johnson the third and Jordan Fuller gets as – you know, they get some credit, but they don't get as much credit, but even with that third level, hell, Aaron gonna have to he gonna have to deal with Aaron, our Aaron, you know. So he might not even have all the time back there to throw the ball, but you know, uh, and that's another thing that we have going for us, man. Just our pass for us, man. AD Leonard Floyd, Michael Brockers, them them dudes. So a lot of times, man, they say, you know, they say a good offense beats a good defense. Uh sometimes it's a push, man, you know, because the last I think they said the last – it's only been two times that Aaron Don, Aaron Rodgers played uh, in the playoffs against the number one defense. He lost both of those games. Those games were on the road. They're at home. But it lets you know that Aaron Rodgers has problems with number one defenses, brother. Well, well, here's the thing about it, Doc. I mean, we're not going to be able to throw anything at Aaron Rodgers that he has never seen. He's seen it all. The best thing that we can attempt to do without our coverages and as far as disguising our coverages – is 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 you know confusing the the others i mean you know like in an nba you have your lebron james but in order to win championships you have to have your others perform now when we can throw confusion at those others other guys like that that are not Devontae adams and confuse these guys with the coverages or or, or mix it up where we have some of those uh, uh new offensive linemen in there that don't have that much experience and fool these guys with the coverages that we show we may be successful there. Now, that tends to add frustration to Aaron Rodgers because Aaron, Aaron's going to start questioning these younger receivers. Yo, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. This is a different game from regular season to being in postseason, Doc. It goes up a level, man. Every week that you, you remain in the postseason, the, the pressure, the anxiety, it, it goes up a level. So hopefully, you know, what we do as far as, you know, uh, disguising our coverages, uh, hiding our blitzes, will confuse the younger guys. I'm sure it won't confuse Aaron, but these younger guys, I think, will be successful at uh, confusing these guys a tad bit. And the Green Bay Packers, they love to use their run pass option as well, man. They're good at that, man. So, And when you look at you look at how their offense runs, man, they, I mean, you know, Matt LaFleur does a lot of things like Sean McVay likes to do. I think they're from, like, the same kind of uh, coaching tree with Shanahan, and uh, the Packers love that. Like I said, man, they love their play action. They love to do that misdirection. They love to do that boot, get Aaron Rodgers out in some space. But the difference between him and Jared Goff, you get him out in some space, he can hit wide open receivers, but not only that, though, he can throw that thing on a dime and he can fit that thing in some tight windows. So you got to be, uh, you got to be disciplined, man. The, the linebackers have to be disciplined because you know he tries to hit his tight ends underneath and in the flat. You know, nice little curl routes in the middle of the defense, and he likes to hit the he likes to hit the running back as well. So our linebackers got to be disciplined, man. Our defensive ends have to be disciplined and don't chase. 
Don't be superhero. If you, you, you see a running, if you see a, 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 a running, it, it looks like they're going to run the ball to the other side of the field. Don't chase them, man. Stay where you are because nine times out of ten, that man going to come back to you. Don't do that because when you do that, you get killed, man. So I'm looking forward to seeing how our defense reacting. I'm also looking for, I mean, I ain't going to, you know, Aaron Donald, they talk about his ribs. Uh, you damn that, like I said, bro. They say he tore some rib cartilage. Like I said, I thought he, you know, he pulled an abdominal, abdominal muscle. And that's pretty much what it is. But our defense, man, our defensive end and our linebackers got to be disciplined, Ice. Oh, our discipline is going to be important this game, Doc. But, but you know, we play so much zone on the back end, it, it really doesn't matter. Play action fate won't really fool us because, you know, with the pressure that we're able to, you know, generate from the four-man rush, man, that, that, it's huge for us. Now, it, it's, it's a, a bigger challenge uh, as far as the, the personnel that we're playing against in Aaron Rodgers. He's a guy that can, can be successful versus a zone. He's a guy that can be successful versus a lot of different style coverages. But at the same time, as far as his mobility, he's not a Russell Wilson. No. We can get after this guy, move him off his spot. And uh, he's not going to outrun anything that we have up front. He's not outrunning a Leonard Floor. He's not outrunning Aaron Donald Brockers. We're going to catch up with this guy. So um, it, it, it's going to be a great matchup. Number one offense versus number, number one defense. I've been in a game like this before. It's all about a chess match, Doc. Who can put the guys in the right places to be successful? And I think that we have more than enough on a defensive standpoint, not only to be in the right place and to stifle whatever Green Bay Packers have to offer offensively, but I believe that they can score points again this weekend, man, from a defensive standpoint and uh, make it a lot easier for that offense, man, to generate even more points and take a lot of pressure off Jared Goff. Exactly, because the Packers, they love to run that 11 and 12 personnel, man. And what that is, that 11 personnel, just one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers. Or the 12, same thing, just two wide receivers, two tight ends. So we just got to be ready to rock with that, man. I'm just looking forward to this to this matchup. I'm also looking forward to uh, not only the Packers offense, our offense as well. We talked a little bit about Jerry Goff, but what we need is what I keep saying, man. We got to run the ball, bro. We got to run the ball. We only got two running backs, man, uh, Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers. You know, they put Daryl Henderson on IR a couple of weeks ago, and I think he got to be on IR at least three weeks. So I still don't even I – don't, I don't even understand how we go into a game with just two running backs. I really don't. But we did it last week, and it worked. We're doing it this week. But that's going to be key, man. And the way Cam Akers played last week, he really showed me some things, man. If he didn't grow up, at any point during the season, he grew up last week. And that's good for him because now he has that kind of confidence to where, okay, you know, I, I can ball out. I can do that. And that's why I'm looking at the vet. Got to be looking at you, – you're right, but Cam is really not a rookie anymore. You get to this point in the season. But I really, really want to see how our offensive line handles that Green Bay Packers defensive line because uh, the Packers defense has been kind of up and down. They're okay. But when you're 13-3, and three, man, you know, you, you got something good going. That defense is okay, but – that's going to be our key, man, running this rock and cam makers. Please give us close to what you gave us last week against Seattle. Well, that formula, Doc, of running the football well, not just running it, but running it well, being able to win the turnover battle, which is something that we did last week, keeping the, the uh, 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 and winning the time of possession, keeping Aaron Rodgers watching the game like you and I will be doing. So those are the three three keys that I believe that we have that we can win this, go in and win this football game on the road, man. So, it, you know, it's been a while since we won two, two games in the playoffs on the road. I think uh, we have a great opportunity to do it. And uh, just that mindset, man, just, just staying focused on that ultimate goal 
which is, you know, going through Wisconsin, either going through Tampa, going through uh, New Orleans. How sweet would that be to be have a rematch with the New Orleans Saints again? But just having that 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 focus on that final goal of landing in Tampa Bay, man. So, it it, it you know these are these are when you know great players are crowned. I mean, you, you know, playing in games like this, playing in divisional rounds like this, man. There's so many great memories of playoff divisional games in NFL history, but. Being a part of it is something different. So hopefully these guys rise to the top and, and, and some new names be crowned. Some of, the, some of the Butlers, some of the Ramseys be crowned in divisional playoff uh, lore. So it's going to be a great matchup, man. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of names, new names, old names, we might not have we might not have one of our names out there, man. Cooper Cup may not play because of that new, knee contusion. I don't think he's practiced yet. Uh, up until the point of us recording this podcast, which is the day before the game. So not having Cooper, man, it's, it's a huge loss, but I don't think we really utilize them as much as we should have this uh, uh, year anyway. So you probably can throw somebody else in there. But even if we do, man, you know, Robert Woods can get the job done. Josh Reynolds can get the job done. And we need to use those tight ends, Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby, a lot more. Got to use them a lot more, especially now with Jerry Goff being hurt. But not having Cooper out there, if Cooper's not able to play, Big deal, bro. Is that, you know, like a big deal? It's big. I mean, Cooper has been a focal point of the offense for the last three, four seasons, really ever since he got there, since we drafted him. So um, he, he's a guy that commands attention, especially on third down. So it gives the defense uh, another person to be to be aware of. And I think he'll play. I think he'll fight through this and, and uh, give us what he has. Um, I, I, you know, similarly, uh, I saw – uh, I think it was Cole Beasley from the Buffalo Bills. You know, he had a, he had an issue with his foot. And just getting on the field, Doc, is one thing. When you get on the field, that adrenaline starts to flow like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And, you know, you you at 80% is, is better than some people than 100%. So just having Cooper Cup in the huddle uh, does something for the psyche of, uh, you know, everybody on the offense, including our quarterback, uh, Jared Goff. And just to have him there, knowing he's there, would do a lot for what we bring to the table. So I think he'll play, hope he plays, and hope he feels better uh, to keep pushing it, man. I do too, man. It's just the fact when I see knee contusion, and I'm thinking, damn, that hurts. Especially when you're running, man, you're trying to cut your receiver. That hurts now. If you got a, a muscle it's bruise, it's cold. You know what I'm saying? If you got a muscle bruise, you can kind of run through that. But a knee contusion on your knee, oh, my gosh, that hurts. I was like, I don't know how he's going to do that, man. Come out and, and cast looking at him like, man, I don't you, you don't feel I don't feel you at all, man. You're not finna you run any routes on me. But anyway, I hope Cooper can get out there, man. You're right, Isaac. It's cold, but uh, before we get up out of here, man, just the lore of playing in Lambeau Field. Just, just talk about that. Yeah. Lambeau, not only is it Lambeau, it's Lambeau in the playoffs when it's cold. I mean, just talk about that experience, bro. It's the frozen tundra and every essence of that statement this weekend. Man. I mean, with it being 20 degrees, uh, it's an iconic stadium. Um, you know, they've renovated it over the years, but you know, compared to other stadiums, compared to even like SoFi, what what SoFi looks like compared to Lambeau Field, man. I mean, if I could give you uh, a picture of what uh, of where the guys will be playing this, you know, coming tomorrow this weekend, you know, it, it's just like uh, you know, you drive into a community or a neighborhood where you have houses, a residential area, and it's just like someone just dropped the stadium right in the middle of that. Doc. I mean, you got houses around it, uh, people use and, and, and sell their pocket parking spaces to people who are attending the game. It's one of those places where 
you know, you, you never expect to see a stadium. You make a left, you make a right, and right in front of your face is a huge 65-seat stadium sitting right in the middle, middle of a community. So you can just see how, you know, the, the entire community has galvanized around the Green Bay Packers uh, to be fans, to be a, part of, be a part of the team. They're actually the owners of the team. So um, it, it's a special place to play, man. So much great history has been played in there from – from, from the Paul Hornings to the Brett Favre's to the Sterling Sharks, man. These are great names that have called that place home and have had some truly iconic moments in NFL history go down there and uh, in, in that stadium. And so you look up, you see all the names that, that have played for the Packers uh, in the Ring of Honor, the Ray Nitschke's, man, those guys like that. And uh, it's, it's special to see, man. It, it's, 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 you know, my dad, he was a Green Bay Packers fan when I was growing up. So gotcha. just, to, just to see that stadium, to be able to play in that stadium, it's special, Doc. It, it, it'll be sweet, man. So I know it has a different meaning for you, especially if, you know, Mr. Bruce was a, a Green Bay Packers fan, so I can see you would be excited. But what be tripping me out is that fans be like, oh, man, they got, you walk into the stadium, you see all this history and players going to be in. Oh, man, players ain't thinking about that, man. That's y'all. <laughs> I ain't going in here like, oh, I'm intimidated because what you call it played in here and Lombardi did that. Man, players ain't thinking about that. They ain't even thinking about them people, man. They think about them 22 cats they got to go face. So that don't intimidate players. Fans, y'all look good and be happy with that stuff, man. But that don't be blowing cats' heads up, man. But it's just still, man, to just go be in this situation. Uh, uh, the Rams playing the Packers at Lambeau Field. I mean, it don't even mean anything to me, man. It's like, okay, it's a football game. I don't give a damn what you're playing, man. We're trying to get to the next, you know, we're trying to get to the next stop. But uh, I'm looking forward to this matchup, man. I'm just, you know, I just really, really want to see how we can handle this. And the thing about it, I know our defense is going to be ready to play. I know they're going to be ready to play. I just don't know, you know, I don't know what, you know, what's, what's Jerry Goff we're going to get. That's what's got me nervous because he's been bipolar. He's really been tripolar because, you know, as I say, one week he good and we'd be like, hey, man, he's MVP candidate. Then three or four weeks in a row, you'd be like, man, this dude is some trash. But we want to support him because we need him. Because he's a Ram. We need him to he don't need to play his A game on Saturday, Isaac. We just need him, bro. Just don't, just don't make us lose the game, man. And I know the defense got to be saying, man. I hope this cat don't go in there and just make no mistakes because we, he, like, <laughs> hold on, I'm going back to your your your, your face when I when, when I was talking about Blake Borders before I even said his name. We don't need him knocked out the game, man. You gotta do everything you can to protect this dude, man. And uh, hopefully, man, uh, we can get that done, bro. Well, hey, Doc, it's about what you expect, man. As a player, as a teammate, as a fan. I mean, what 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 are you expecting? My expectations for this game is for, uh, as a whole, for the entire team to come out and play well, individually and as a group. And that's no different for, for Jared Goff. I'm expecting him to go out and make the small plays uh, that we know he can make, but also make those plays that, you know, that, that we're not really accustomed to see, seeing him make the, the you know, the, uh, the final four or five seasons, weeks of the season. But just come out and just, you know, if you need be, if, if need be, just sling it around the yard, man. Make plays with your arm uh, and, and uh, show people why you were drafted, the where, where you were drafted, and the potential that you showed in your first couple of seasons, man. So we know it's there. So um, just be able to go out and, and give it to the guys, man. Be, be, be the reason why. You know what I'm saying? Be the reason why we do something great this weekend. And that should be his mentality this weekend. 
Now you got you got a favorite moment against the Green Bay Packers? That block punt. I blocked the drop. Go on, say it. That's the only reason I said that. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I try to tell people, man. It's, I know you, know, you do. It wasn't, it wasn't about you know. I got great moments for uh, playing against the Packers, man. Uh, we played them in 2001 in the postseason, where we turned we turned them over eight times, I believe. And, no, uh, no, I, nine. I think they said nine. Yeah, damn. <laughs> He threw six in it. I mean, I mean, what? What are you going to do? You're going to bench Brett Favre? I don't think so. But, um, you know, just to have a, a playoff win versus Brett Favre uh, uh, in, in, in that time and in that game, uh, 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 Donald Driver was there. Antonio Freeman, the great Antonio Freeman, who's been looking at me side-eye all week this week. So, you know, he happened <laughs> to be one of my neighbors. But, uh, you know, just, just those moments, man, where we picked him off, uh, ran three back for scores. Brett Favre, we picked him off three times, ran three back for touchdowns. And, um, you know, uh, you know, personally, uh, playing my first uh, game as a St. Louis Ram uh, in 1995 at Lambeau Field, being able to block a drop. Like I tell people, I didn't block a punt. I, dropped, <laughs> uh, yeah. I blocked the ball when he dropped it. He kicked my arm. It is a and difference, man. You want, you want your credit yeah. for, for getting back there so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's, it's like, you know, clicking off the light and being in the bed mm. when it's dark. I yeah. mean, I'm just that quick, dog. But, um, yeah, but just great moments, man. We ended up winning that football game. Keith Lau got his first NFL pick. He had never let me live. He had never let me not know he got Brett Favre for interception. Uh, Steve Young for interception. He, Joe Montana, he intercepted. But in that game itself, man, we were able to to win that game and uh, be 1-0 in that 1995 season. But uh, we've had some success versus the Green Bay Packers, particularly in the playoffs. And uh, I don't see anything changing this week, uh, you know. It doesn't have to be closed out. We can go in and blow this team out, man. So uh, I'm expecting that. I'm expecting to be cruising uh, on the sideline in the fourth quarter with a hat on and, a, and trying to eat a hot dog or something, man. Damn, I, I got you, bro. I mean, if we blow him out, that means Jerry Goff really throwing that ball all over the field, man. And I don't see that happening, bro. I, I hope so. But uh, real quickly, man, but I want to revert back. Dog. I think I saw that, man. I didn't realize that until I heard it on TV a couple of weeks ago. Dude, they turned the ball over. I think they said nine times against y'all. Dog, Brett Favre threw six picks in that game, dog. Dog, damn that. At some point, man, after pick number three, his ass got to sit down, dog. I don't care who you are, bro. Yeah, six picks, bro? Six picks. You don't care. You don't care who Brett Favre was? Come on, bro. Man, dog, after, dog. After who, pick- who you going to put in? No, but after interception number three, I mean, I'm glad he stayed in the game. But, bro, who the hell throws six picks in one game? Well, it was, you know, it was similar to this very same formula that these current Rams have right now, man. We were able to play zone, led by by Lovey Smith's own uh, Tampa 2 defense. We could play zone behind our pass rush because we had such a dominant pass rush we could put pressure on. And we had Pro Football Hall of Famer Niz Williams locking down one side. So it's very similar to what we have going in this weekend, uh, being able to put pressure on uh, another iconic quarterback and, and forcing him to throw the ball a lot sooner than he wants to. And when that happens, the balls get tipped and yeah. guys pick, get interceptions, man. So to be able to pick Brett Favre off six times, man, it was special, man. That's been the, that's been the talk of the thread this week by the, by the great show on turf, man. Just that, that moment when we played Brett Favre in the Green Bay Packers and turned them over six times. Hey, that's a great comparison, man, because you know what? You're actually yeah. right. Aeneas Williams, great cornerback. Jalen Ramsey, great cornerback. Uh, hey, man, that's a that's a great comparison. But, man, damn that, dog. Six picks. <laughs> I don't care. I'm looking at you like, man, you got it. They need, they need to sit your ass down, bro. You tripping. 
No, way. Anyway. no way Mike McCarthy does that, man. I know, I know. But any, anything else no. you want to add, man, before we get up out of here, man? I'm just I'm looking forward to this matchup, dog. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting weekend, Doc. I mean, a lot of great football, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, particularly, I'm, I'm very grateful to have a dog in the fight. And uh, we have a, a special time. Uh, this is a special moment for a lot of guys on this Los Angeles Rams team. And, and uh, a great opportunity, man, uh, to be promoted. Go in, do your job, uh, pick sixes, uh, strip sacks, fumbles. Go in and, and, and cause that stuff to happen, man. Start to visualize it, and let's make it happen, man. So you're, you're not only doing it for yourself as a player, but for, for fans, the alumni, and just the whole organization as a whole, man. So you're playing for me this weekend, man. Promote me, please. <laughs> no doubt about it. And run that rock, man. Run that rock. Keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. And when he comes on the field, man, Aaron Donald, get at that boy. Jalen Ramsey, do work. Anyway, Isaac, good work. He did work. That's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac. Oh, before I get up out of here, Isaac, hey, man, hey, I got that email, bro. I booked my rooms, man, for the Hall of Fame induction. I'm sorry. I'm about to get up out of here. Yes, sir. Hey, them, them hotel rooms tripping too, man. 300 a night. You got to book for at least three nights. But it's worth it, though, bro. It's worth the investment to go see my brother get inducted, man. But anyway, hey, look like that's going to happen, man. Hey, y'all get Saturday night. I didn't realize that. Y'all get Saturday night. The 2021, I mean, 2021 class gets uh, Sunday night. Hey, I mean, I mean, it's getting closer, bro. How you feel about that, man? I feel great, man. It's, you know, we're calling it more fun in 21. And, you know, uh, Motel 6 ain't got to do that, man. You know, that's that's what they do. <laughs> they get their money. They're going to get their money that weekend. You know, here's, here's the thing. This is what I always say, Doc. When you turn the light off in any hotel, it's always dark in every room, and every room is a hotel. Yes, sir. So, you know, Hotel 6 is getting there 400 for that weekend per night. Yeah, I, I mean, I ain't going to stay in the Hotel 6, so luckily it ain't a Motel 6. Now, ain't nothing against the Motel 6. But then now, if you want to sponsor us, cool. You want to send some money, good. But until then... I ain't standing your ass, Motel Six. But anyway, man, I'm excited. I ain't gonna even lie, bro. I just got excited to get that uh get that email, man, from your foundation. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're yeah. getting close. So yeah, yeah. But anyway, we are we out of here for real this time, man. You're gonna hear from us next week. Hopefully it's gonna be a happy next week. But until next week, God willing, we out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.